Hai Assalamualaikum bertemu kita sekali lagi dalam bahagian kedua Syukran Talks bersama Brother Suhaimi dan Asis Yana. Wah itu dia eh. Awal tadi kita berbual tentang kerja beliau di radio dan kita nak beralih pandang kerana Nona rasa dalam kehidupan ni pasangan kita adalah seseorang yang paling penting yang boleh make, eh, make or break. Ah, hmm. tu dia. Jadi dari tadi Yana tu dia senyum-senyum saja. Ah, ah. Dan, dan uh, saya masuk gelanggang juga kerana nak menggalakkan Si Syana kita bercakap sikit. Sebab saya pun nak cakap, yang kuat bercakap, mantan-mantan DJ kita. Okey, terbalik. Eh? Mantan DJ kan? Kalau oh, mantan ah. DJ tak berbual, bukan DJ. Ha. <laughs> Okey, nak tanya Si Syana eh. Um, sebagai seorang isteri, bagaimana uh, you perceive your 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 partner ni sebagai seorang suami dan sebagai seorang bapa? Dia dia as committed as a husband and as a father as as he is to his job, bagaimana? Sekejap eh, saya bagi dia skrip. Ha, baca skrip. Baca skrip. Macam mana? I don't know. Um, I, I'm not okay. I tak pandai buat. I'm very camera shy. This is the kena paksa ni. So, kena paksa. Ni kena paksa. Paksa. Lah. That's why kita kahwin. That's why. Hmm. So, kita kahwin pun kena paksa. Kita paksa diri kita kahwin. Dia tak fair tau kalau dia puji diri sendiri. Jadi kita nak dengar you puji dia lah. <laughs> Kau selalu puji dia. Okay, anyway. Sebelah koyak ni. In my household, I mean, I selalu dengar uh, um, majority lah cakap the wife suka nagi-nagi, suka berbuat. But in my household, is totally opposite. He's a nagger. I tak nag. You calling me a nigger? What? You calling me a nigger? You calling me a nigger? What's up, nigger? Yeah, but he he's the one who like, uh, apa dia cakap dia buat? something. Yeah. So hmm. and then um, of course saya cuma diam dua je waktu <laughs> tengah makan. Waktu tengah sembahyang dengan waktu tengah makan. Jadi dia cakap saya makanlah. <laughs> yeah. I mean for for me um this 26 years living together with him dia punya vibes pun apa tercip off kena kita jugaklah. Cuma dia punya bab 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 tu tak. <laughs> tak terkena. <laughs> I very I mean, I can talk but I tak pandai my vocab tu taklah macam korang kan. So, yeah. But I always believe that he um, he's very responsible because uh, macam uh, whatever he he say, he kotakan. Macam let's say dia nak <laughs> every time he he what, like macam nak keluar negeri. Because sometimes kita have to go overseas kan. But every time if I notice if kita nak keluar negeri, the night before he will have a taskira with children. Ya ke? Cakap apa Um dia punya filosofi lah. <laughs> It's not only during the nak keluar negeri lah but It's the East Coast plan. <laughs> My GRC you know. <laughs> together. Together East Coast. Sebab sebab he believe in communication. So <laughs> dengan dengan children communication is very important. Yeah so um apa ni uh, every time bila uh, once, what, every, every now and then especially masa budak kecil-kecil Selalu jugalah once a week tu kita ada taskira. Sekarang hmm. budak-budak dah besar, dah ada projek-projek sendiri semua kan. So maybe uh, once in two months, something like that. Tapi bila nak... nak once a month lah. Once a month, once a month. But bila nak pergi overseas tu, every time one night before, the night before, mesti nak duduk just to... In know, fact, I think to... daripada budak kecil-kecil lagi, kita dah ada taskira. Yeah. Every single week kita ada taskira. Hmm. Because kalau kita... Apa dia? Apa yang you share semasa taskira tu? What are the contents? I think because uh, kalau kita ikut apa yang uh, dianjurkan is is parenting in Islam lah. So kita daripada umur 1 year old to 7 year old kan. 
um, budak-budak ni boleh main-main tapi lepas 7 year old tu kita harus uh, you know uh, get physical sikit kalau dia tak solat dan sebagainya tapi what do you do this 7 years that is the first phase that is tauhid lah very simple just one topic tauhid so we used to bring the children waktu dia macam kecil tu berbual macam macam budak-budak punya style jadi the taskira can be at home jadi kita bercakap so instead of uh, cerita macam bab-bab agama yang diorang tak faham ataupun just antang ngaji and then after that come back and ask them whether diorang tahu ke tidak uh, we brought them around lah kita pergi macam kita pergi visit the temple pergi masuk church pergi apa and then you, you start comparing and say what is this what is this in the area ni batu this is reality what Reality, it starts dari batu, you know that. Jadi saya berbual macam budak-budak punya level where Power Ranger lah. Berapa banyak Power Ranger ada? Lima. Okay, the main leader siapa? White Ranger. White Ranger tu siapa? Oh, so dalam Islam, kita pun ada Power Ranger. Lagi power daripada Power Ranger. So as the budak-budak grow and, you know, uh, bila dia masuk apa primary school eh, bila dia ada sexual education, hmm. imagine my son tanya, uh, <laughs> tanya the teacher, Tanya apa? Dia tanya, so teacher, after that you got bathe or not? <laughs> <laughs> Dalam Islam, kita mengajar benda ni tapi dengan penuh <laughs> dignity kan. Kita sebut tentang walatak rabu zina, kita sebut tentang uh, jangan mendekati zina, kita sebut tentang mandi hadas, kita bersentuhan kulit batal ni wuduk. So that's the most dignified way of sexual education. So kalau macam dekat sekolah tu dia ajar apa untuk kongsi okay now the usage of kondom. <laughs> Budak tu macam this kondom means kondom minimum is it? <laughs> yeah so yeah, kita communicate lah. We share we share so, daripada kecil-kecil. So uh, macam daripada orang kecil tu once a week at least one hour or one hour jemaah. plus berbual after jemaah berbual. Yeah. So sampai orang dah teenager orang dah biasa dengan that momentum. So sampai sekarang if they know kalau tak sekidangan ayah mesti uh, at least one hour one hour plus kind of thing. So yeah. yeah. And, and in order to do that kita kena banyak membaca lah. Jadi saya saya sendiri nak kena banyak mengkaji, banyak belajar, banyak uh, you know pergi keluar sana. So this is the other side of me yang uh, the serious side of me which yeah. people don't know. Because why talk? Because he <laughs> he was brought up like that by his father. Yeah. Papa dia sendiri yang ajar agama. So he follow. So uh, Bapak saya arwahnya tu sebenarnya dulu by by today dia kena minta ARS lah arwah bapak saya dulu seorang seorang imam masjid masjid uh, Al-Atas uh, Al-Atas ni ialah subsidiary dekat kampung saya tu subsidiary masjid Ba'alwi so oh. ayah saya ni dia berguru one many places tapi dia punya khususan dia tu ialah uh, Allahyarham Pak Abid Muhammad bin Salim bin Ahmad ini abis asal ni bapak so dia berguru dan diijazahkan oleh bapaknya arwah Pak Bib dan ah. Pak Bib uh, Muhammad. Uh, ah. Jadi bapak belajar dengan bapak, anak belajar dengan anak lah. Jadi <laughs> juga, saya, biasa tu kira guru saya jugalah. Saya banyak belajar dan antaranya ratib al-adat tu bila kita amalkan dan sebagainya. So to me it's like it's not just yeah. recitation. Kita kena praktikan, walk the talk. Walk the talk, you have to understand. So I understand perkara ni lah. Jadi saya go from the philosophical worldview. So my wife go from the bonding lah. Sebab that's natural kan. Hmm. Uh, so we go out there and fight. Tung, 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 tung. Siapa lebih garang sebagai seorang ibu dan ayah? Huh? Kena firm lah. Tak lah. Garang pun bukan garang apa. Dia kena-kena firm sikit. Firm. Lepas tu dah. That's it. You know. So usually lepas kita marah tu, two hours later I will come and explain what you did wrong, what you do, what you think. So I get them to think when they are young. 
if kita tengok movie as a family, every time we watch a movie, <laughs> after the movie, apa tak kita buat? We will like pergi beach ke pergi mana, pergi makan ke. Then he will explain the movie, like apa dia punya, apa tu? Rational, uh, logic, rational, hidden apa, messages. Hidden messages, all. Daripada kecil, we will do that. Hmm. Sampai sekarang, memang cuman kalau tengok TV, kalau pergi tengok movie with us, they come hmm. back, they will ceritakan kita what is the, apa? All the underlying messages. Wow. Yeah, because if you if you don't do this, macam people say that you have to be friends with your kids, right? But what is friends? What is friends? So the the friendly means communicate. So we have to communicate. The problem with today's parents is because kita tak communicate, and then we just like buy toys, we put food, and then go to school, and then we use that as academic result as the gut a mark of success. But that's not it. There's the the communication is a, a lifelong sampai mati ya. Eh? Jadi bila kita communicate tu, the important thing is the communication builds the mind. And I always tell the kids, it's like you don't learn from success, you learn from failures. So you, you know, think what, what is failure? And we, we are human being. We must learn from failure. So everything kita tengok tu, you have to go the opposite way lah. So there's no uh, apa ni, uh, high and fast rule lah. Cause straight answer to life. Life is such a mystery, but To me, life is beautiful. Dengan Nona, pengalaman Isyam dalam peringkat uh, usia begini, anak-anak masih kecil, kita masih mencari formula yang terbaik. Okay. Uh, kata, kalau kata daripada, uh, uh, ada Asyatizah mengatakan, tujuh perta- tahun pertama tu datang anak sebagai sebe- minyak yang penuh. Sebagai minyak yang penuh. Uh, yeah. Tujuh uh. tahun kemudian, uh, apa tu, treat like a humble. Okay. Is it? Humble. Humble. Bukan, bukan. Untuk kunci. Ha? Rembat dia. Masuk jail tu anak dia dijadikan. Ah. Ah, disiplin, disiplin. Kontrol, macam remote control. Budak, onkan TV ni. Eh, pergi ambil, belikan aku ni air. Tujuh tahun kemudian kita ah, disiplin. Dan tujuh tahun ketiga tu, fasa tujuh tahun ketiga tu dia dinasihatkan untuk berkawan. Okay, tapi okay. Isyam dalam peringkat di mana, Isyam dengan orang peringkat di mana, um, uh, kita kadang-kadang Uh, nak berkelakar ataupun berjenaka hmm. okay, Anak Isyam tujuh, uh, tujuh dengan sembilan, sembilan tahun, tahun. Uh, di Peringkat yang tujuh sembilan tahun ni Ada cabaran dia ialah kadang-kadang kita Too much uh, jokes, joking Dan hmm. dia lupa bila Abah sebenarnya uh, Berjenaka, bila Abah serius ni So itu yang saya nak tanya Abang suami yang Kak Yana How you all manage this? So kadang-kadang kita uh, serius pula dia ingat kita Ingat kita buat kelakar, buat kelakar. Hmm. Padahal kita serius macam mana tu nak balance dengan kelakar tu? <coughs> uh, we have no problem with that because kita kalau tengok uh, dari segi pergaulan eh, bila kita tengok dari segi etika, kita nak kena faham tentang uh, sistematik lah di mana kita berbual kadang-kadang dengan kawan berbeza, dengan kelik berbeza, dengan orang luar berbeza. Contohnya lah Um, salah satu daripada perkara yang sangat-sangat uh, hebat dalam bahasa Melayu itu sendiri ialah rahsia etika di dalam bahasa Melayu. Akhlak. Akhlak itu terkandung contohnya. Um, cuba translate eh, ataupun cuba alih bahasa eh, perkataan ini. Contoh anak, saya ni anaklah. Saya beritahu dengan bapa dalam bahasa Inggeris. Okay, uh, dia kata, Daddy, you come and fetch me at school lah. You come and fetch me at one o'clock. Eh? So, tak ada masalah. So, in English, there's no problem, no issue. Daddy, you fetch me at one o'clock. Doesn't sound nothing wrong. Kita kali bahasa dalam bahasa Melayu. Kita gunakan kata tu. Bapa, you kau ambil aku pukul satu. Apa jadi dengan budak tu? Pakai pelangkong. Pelangkong. Okay, so kita tukar. 
Bapa, awak ambil saya pukul satu. You talk like that to your father? No, right? Definitely. Okay, tukar. Bapa, kamu ambil kami pukul satu. Also tak kena. Bapa, kamu anda ambil kami di sini pun tak kena. Okay, tukar last. Bapa, lu angkat gua pukul lu lagi. So the question is, kenapa dalam bahasa Melayu itu banyak kata ganti diri? Tapi dalam English, it's just you and I. Because it comes with akhlak. So now it teaches and taught us about category speaking. Kita hmm. dapat belajar dari segi kategori. Maknanya jenis, kita cakap saya dengan awak dengan orang yang kita tak kenal tapi kita bagi penghormatan. Hmm. Kita cakap aku dengan kau tu bila dengan kawan-kawan yang dah terlalu rapat dengan kita. Kita cakap kamu anda tu is just public announcement. I do got nothing to do with you, you got nothing to do with me. Then bila bapa dengan mak tu kita tak jarang kita gunakan perkataan ganti diri ni. Kita akan gunakan perkataan kita lah. Uh, bapa. Nanti bapa ambil saya ataupun nanti bapa ambil suami dan kita pakai nama-nama samaran kita yang kita bagi kita semua ada nama glamour kan. Apa so, you apa? Manja you apa? Nama saya Brazilian sikit. <laughs> saya orang Jawa. Orang Jawa katanya Tengok. kalau ada toleh, toleh tu kira anak sayanganlah. Toleh, toleh. Ah, toleh. Toleh. Dia darling. Bapa <laughs> mak Bila you berbual dengan Your father Your mother Orang yang lebih uh, Tua daripada kita kan Kita cakap kan Bapak ataupun mak Ambil uh, Aling Ambil toleh Atau ambil Ayub Ambil atan Jadi kita ganti diri That shows Akhlak tu dah bermula Dalam bahasa tu sendiri So kita ada perimeter budaya So kita tak maximize it Kita ada perimeter agama To complete it Jadi orang Melayu ni Dia ada budaya Yang di mana Uh, budaya tu dah disemai sebab 600 tahun kita jadi Muslim so benda tu dah weave in very nicely so bila kita understand jadi ustaz pula saya kata uh, ustaz pengkaji eh tapi kalau it's not fair also tu semua everything semua longgok kat ustaz jadi ustaz macam superman walhal ada ustaz dia lebih pakar dalam bidang fiqh ada ustaz hmm. lebih bidang uh, apa ni uh, finance dan sebagainya dan kalau kita tengok sejarah Andalusia bukan tentang Hayat Sofia jadi masjid kita yeah. <laughs> maknanya di situ banyak disiplin eh? so we have beautiful uh, a lot of uh, ilm ataupun uh, banyak benda-benda ni yang kita boleh gunakan so we choose lah kita kalau bingung kita tak tahu mana satu kita just choose one that we like kalau macam kita pergi buffet spread mm. kalau buffet tu kalau boleh kita bayar kita nak makan semua kan but nobody can eat actually but you choose what you like and you enjoy your buffet when you like sushi you like this kind of food and they stick with it uh, sebab kalau banyak sangat pendapat kita jadi bingung hmm. so okay. you like most and stay with it itu dia panggil mazhab mazhab hmm. benda fardu sebab hmm. mazhab tu it teaches macam contohnya macam you pergi sekolah kan so orang tanya kau sekolah mana dulu saya sekolah Mumford tapi saya belajar bahasa Melayu dekat Sun Garden. Lepas tu uh, saya graduate dekat sekolah Pengi. Lepas tu saya pergi Pailebak. Eh, bawa banyak sekolah kau pergi dah. So, kita pakai satu uniform. And then eventually kita still belajar math, science and that. But there is a certain behavior pattern liking. You know, Ashafi'i, uh, Hambali. Then that taught us that we need to have one school of thought. It's okay like orang lain ada different school of thought. But the intipati dia tu sama maknanya the kemelayuan tu masih ada the keislaman tu we understand it as it is kan jadi bila kita faham istilah ni it builds a character that now we know as a father as a husband what is your role as a mother as a wife what is your role and as, as a child uh, as a role so when you understand that nothing become impossible 
Contohnya, nobody think it's easy for mak mentua duduk dengan anak menantu eh, perempuan. Tidak. Hmm, Ui, selut sih. So my mother has been living with me. So I say usually kalau ibu dah tua, hmm. ibu akan tinggal dengan anak perempuan kan? Perempuan. Even my brother said, uh, mak tak suka tinggal dengan dia. Contohnya lah. Contohnya. But hmm. to me, that's not the case. It's how you pujuk. How you create the environment. And then when you win, you win. So I said, there you go. It's not about your mother. It's how you present the package. And then that goes, yeah. So the understanding tu, maknanya, I know that she's going to be inside a house where women are territorial sikit lah, eh. This is my kingdom. This is my kitchen. This is, so you have to understand, ilmu perempuan tu nak kena lebih sikit lah, bukan ilmu kiasanova. Jadi lelaki nak kena faham tentang perkara tu, dan perempuan pun nak kena faham tentang perkara yang so the synergy works well so it took a while it's not easy but it took a while yeah. so today pernah gaduh um, tak? Huh? pernah gaduh tak? gaduh tak dia pun gaduh kalau oh, gaduh okay. macam gaduh tak? Lah. Yeah. Gaduh. <laughs> ha. gaduh lah mesti gaduh orang kelakar selalunya jarang gaduh eh apa pula ha. orang kelakar gaduh dia punya gaduh pun kelakar tau jadi <laughs> kalau gaduh siapa pun siapa pun siapa tak ada lah nanti otomatik kita tak sekira each other Lepas tu dah, that's it, what's wrong with you man, what's wrong with you Once in a while ada lah yang pujuk Tapi sometimes tak ada pujuk It's just like, I mean as age, as we age kan It's sort of like, bubble settle sendiri How you move on? Gaduh is necessary because we need volcano for fertile ground We need volcano eruption so that we have a fertile ground for the whole greenery of yeah, Amazon. For me, I so, tak kisah kalau macam kadang-kadang kita mengalah. I mean, the keyword is mengalah. So, sometimes dia mengalah, sometimes mengalah. But we don't have to say, uh, I mean, dulu masa muda-muda, maybe lah ada pujuk-pujuk. But now, dah, dah umur ni dah macam, entah eh, dah sendiri faham. Actually, lah we, we don't get personalized. <laughs> kita don't get personal. <laughs> but we go for the issue. Apa yang kita gaduh kan? kan? Yeah. So, uh, gaduh ni actually, you either, you have two options ni. You gaduh, you walk away. Hmm. And then you, you, you just turn yourself around and then become crisis lah. Hmm. Or, you look at the issue, then gaduh tu, merapatkan kan? So, kalau kita tak gaduh, macam kita nak rapat? Hmm. So, you yeah. either walk away or you become closer lah. You yeah. 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 Differences. Bila you bergaduh tu, uh, kira bercanggah pendapat kan? Pernah tak clarify the situation? Ataupun you just move on? I think there is a respect there. Maknanya, okay, first first of all is, uh, okay, let me let me give a formula here. Itulah, pasal kita kadang-kadang gaduh. Dalam taskira gini. Kita nak clarify ke, ataupun buat botol ke, move on ke, macam mana? Again, again, let's go back to the definition. So I like to go to definition and then we go to the issue. Eh? Okay, the definition of men and women will fight. What is it all about? So we talk about husband and wife ke, or even men and women at work lah. So we have to understand one part. Uh, do you belajar algebra kan dulu kat sekolah? Dah lupa dah. Sekarang jual rumah je. So when I was invited to give a little talk to assembly uh, sekolah-sekolah ni kan, <clears throat> Then I asked this question lah. I mean, do you all, uh, you know, learn algebra? Now my question is, do you know why you learn algebra? Let me ask this thing lah. Uh, you, you pergi kedai mama, or mana-mana lah kedai-kedai, do you beli barang, lepas tu ask that person, okay, this is $10. Uh, man, you kira uh, pakai algebra, 
find the value of x and then after that equals to pi and then you return back the money do you use algebra in your life no uh, not at all kan no. no but the question is why do you learn and why you become part of the syllabus in school because so that's it's a, a job question. yeah teachers a need a job so they need to think something <laughs> and if i were to tell you that algebra is not mathematics would you believe me of course okay i'm not going through the punya aljabar punya history but i'm just going to the point okay okay what is this Okay, just tell me. Uh, straightforward. Don't worry. If you remember, you don't remember. It doesn't matter. Okay. One plus one equals two. 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 Okay. A plus A. A square. <laughs> okay. So some people A times A equals A square, or you probably say A plus A is equal to A, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I give you the right answer. A plus A equals to uh, ah. Uh, oh. Why? Because one and one, one, two, three are numericals, so they add up. Okay. But alphabets don't add up. Alphabet form words. Hmm. But the question is, something is making you decide that those alphabet can join up. Hmm. One plus one is logic. That's emotion. That's intellectual quotient. Logic mm -hmm. one plus one equals to two. Two plus one equals to three. That's logic. Mm -hmm. But when your mind, your brain says A plus A is not logic. A plus A is alphabet. A B they form words. They don't add up. Mm -hmm. But something is making you decide. What is it? That's your EQ, your emotional quotient, your desire. So algebra is teaching you. There are times you solve problem with logic. There are some times you have problem with emotion. emotion. Now. According to hadis Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, men sembilan sembilan nafsu. Sembilan akal. Apa ini? Okay, sembilan akal satu nafsu. Sebab tu. Oh, ya, Sebab tu dia tak ada fikir lain. Dapat CPF pergi Batam je kan. Jadi problem tu satu je. Bapa dia tak ada CPF. Saya tak takut. Okay, then Wanita is described as sembilan nafsu satu akal. Bukan bermakna tak ada akal, tak ada nafsu. But the tendency. So, bila kita argue, can you imagine now, there is a battle between IQ dengan EQ. Hmm. When logic versus emotion, you will never get an answer. Hmm. Because emotion has no boundary. Contohnya tadi, saya cakap pasal orang pergi Batam. Walaupun dia tahu perkara itu salah, that's the logic. Logik dia cakap, benda ni salah. Pakcik tu cakap, ini benda tak betul ni. But he hmm. went to do it anyway. Why? Because the nafsu overwhelmed the logic. Itu uh, di mana yeah. kata, yang benda kita rasa dengan kita, kita tahu tu perkara berbeza. Eh? Kan? Jadi, uh. yeah. so sometimes you're thinking with the heart, sometimes you're thinking with the mind. So that's why Allah SWT said in the Quran, all you need to do is read and then we will place knowledge onto your chest. Why your chest, not your brain? Because that's where you cannot control the desire and put it into the, the proper avenue, then it goes into the logical mind. It mm. overwhelms the logical mind. So when man versus woman, in any argument, the best way is, <coughs> I'm pretty sure, tak tahu berapa kali, Nona dah tanya Isyam, do you love me? Isyam cakap, dah satu ribu kali aku cakap, apa lagi dia nak? Apa lagi dia nak? That is a logical question. That is an emotional question, which means you can't answer. 
an emotional answer. She's not looking for I love you. Man, she's just like, berapa kali aku nak cakap ni? Aku dah cakap I love you. Tak ada perempuan lain dalam hidup aku. She's not looking for that. She's soalan pada Nona, kita ada soalan yang selalu kita bertanya. Okay, okay. Who know that I love you? Kita counter. Do you know that I love you? Okay. So, so the thing is, you just have to answer because the question is not the word I love you. The emotional answer or the emotional question that a woman would ask is, am I the most important thing in your life? And everybody else ni pompang-pompang lain semua pergi jalan semua, right? So, they nak affirmation because you need security. That's it. Then for men, dia ambil technical pula. Eh, aku lah dia ni. Aku dah cakap berapa kali. Bukan dia pun tak masuk. Aku dah beli bunga. Nak minta bunga lagi. You know? So, you don't go. Yeah. And then vice versa, for the wife, bila the man pula, dia straight to the point. Dia pergi Mustafa Center, dia beli plug dia balik. Betul? Kita tak, kita pusing satu lagi. Sebab just logic, looking for logical answer je. Jadi bila 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 kita tanya soalan tu, kita kena tanya waktu dia bukan boy balik kerja je, do you love me? Orang tu eh, apa hal pula dia ni? So the most Uh, then you can counter let's say let's say ask a logical question kan dia bukan tanya apa nak makan apa most men will say sembarang ajalah bedal ajalah kan pasal <laughs> juga logical answer the logical answer is kalau dia suka nasi rawan uh, bang nanti saya masak nasi rawan dah tak payah tanya pun because you know that the man usually they they a bit square sikit they, they go straight to the point uh, sebab itu dia tak banyak accessories Like, men ni tak banyak accessories. Women tudung lah, tu lah. Buka tu gerobok tiga suku tu kan. Yeah. So, when we know this, then we know how to deal day to day. Was that an emotional issue? Was that a logical issue? And that's why I sarankan, actually, a lot of men have abandoned this lah. When it comes to financial mentors, the men must take charge of the finance. The woman assists because they're perfect in accounting, women. The kira-kira tu semua very very integrity. Tapi the general financial planning must be taken by men. Most men bila dia kahwin, everything serahkan pada isteri. So isteri bayar bil rumah, isteri orang ni ambil. Aku tahu aku kasih duit ni, and then that's it. So that's quite irresponsible because you are made as the kawamun of woman in surah Tunisia. You are the kawamun means you have made one stronger than the other. Bukan bermakna dia amu superior because there are diff, there are equal traits. There are 10 rights for the woman, 10 rights for the man. But biologically, they are different. Emotionally, they are different. And then, man has to lead in from jadi imam, like it or not, whether mm. effective or not. So, you have to take charge of that. So, you are the principal of the house. The wife is the the, the, the <laughs> head of department and all that. You know? Yeah. So, there is a synergy kat situ. So, when the bila tech team tu has been done, Imagine you are displaying something spectacular and dynamic to your children. They learn the firmness. They learn the softness. They learn the bonding. They learn the leadership. They learn. So, kalau men today jadi kuniang, eh, they take so they take a back step. They don't want to lead because of reason step whatever. Back. A step back, <laughs> step back, a back step lah. <laughs> so when they step back, they abandon leadership. That's why the East Coast plan never come out. That's why we have to. Cock and bull story, you know. So it's like you have to lead from the heart. So when you 
you lead the prayers or jadi imam which woman in the world muslim woman in the world that doesn't like a husband the ultimate dream is when they got married they want the husband to lead in the prayers that's the ultimate dream of any muslim woman then uh, only two things that the men want and only two things that the woman want two things for the men is basically the ability to to provide kalau dia kena langgar dia jadi vegetable that's where men lost his ego dia dah rasa macam I cannot do anything I'm just biawak hidup awak lepaskan saya sudah no but if the ability to provide is for the man that is what he should do provide because that's what Allah Subhanahu taala say man is to provide and sustain woman bukan bermakna woman tak bayar kerja tak ada no the leadership must be assumed you must provide and then men would say abi kalau i him tak fail eh tak fair. I provide and sustain women and maintain women. Then what about me? Okay, here's the best part, the unseen part. If we men provide and maintain women, then who provide and maintain men? Allah Ta'ala. When Allah provide and maintain you, what do we have to worry? That's how the hierarchy works. Okay, kita cakap tentang uh, maintain-maintain ni, uh, you have been self-employed for the longest time. Uh, how do you perceive uh, rezeki? Because it's scary for me when I left radio, you know, macam tak ada pemaster kan. Uh, how do you maybe share nasihat untuk mereka yeah. yang nak jadi okay. sebab-sebab? From the... Through a lot. And you do so many things. And, uh, and indeed, you are one of the most popular iconic figure in Singapore. Macam tadi you cakap, Kayana technically is a accountant. And now you are the baby, the economist to move the family ahead until where you are today apa yeah. rahsia kau boleh apa rahsia cinta pada hamba okey ah uh, tu dulu commercial kecil-kecil ah dulu tengok mom 21 okey okey ah when it comes to rezeki again uh, the definition of the term so i like to you know kadang-kadang sit down uh, bila kita belajar dengan ustaz ke apa boleh question sebab ustaz suka bila anak murid tu question because we learn by questioning kan so the word rizq fi alaqatillah rabbiyah makna haza fik rizki tu maknanya is is basically sustenance sustenance kan so the word rizki sustenance you sustain lah so the tendency kita bila kita kita want to lead an islamic life tapi living in a secular world these two hmm. systems clash so when yes. it clash our understanding also clash when we say rizki we equates to money hmm betul But We look at the original word, the organic word itself, like the organic kampung boy. <laughs> no, the word rizki itu meaning why Allah chose the word risk in the form of maintenance or sustenance. Which means there are many forms of rizki, many forms, and if I give you an analogy, you will find that money is the last one. Okay, for example, uh, bila sedekah pun kita senyum tu adalah sedekah kan so there are many breakdowns of what rezeki is so let's say you you have this little kid of yours nak pergi sekolah for the first time so what do you do you belikan dia baju yang cantik uniform kenapa beli uniform because there is a need for this child to be in that uniform group dekat sekolah kalau dia pakai baju yang berbeza nanti dia malu so that rasa malu tu is the keaiban need so you protecting the ego of this child right by giving the baju then of course you you belikan dia barang-barang lain termasuk bag kenapa bag because you know uh, you have to put all the books that is the knowledge need need 
Uh, then after that, you belikan dia bag, bag yang dia suka. Kalau dia suka Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse. Minimal, Minnie Mouse. Why? Because that is the aspiration needs. So if you notice, there are so many needs until at the point bila dia nak pergi sekolah tu and then you kasih duit. Duit is the last one. Not duit, just in case dia lapar, can buy something in school. If you notice, duit is given at the last point. Why? The need to buy something. So if I translate the word rezeki into need, maknanya there's so many needs in us. You got a good husband, that's a need for you to live life properly, to go to Al-Jannah. That's a passport. You got a good wife, that's a passport that you need this passport to go to Al-Jannah. So now the word rezeki is need. Actually, basically what you need. You need money, but money is the last thing. What you need is to actually understand that life is not so bad after all. So you need a house, you need a proper house, you need a life, and then you need uh, someone you can talk to. You need uh, to feel peace and tranquility. That's what you need. So we have to work towards that direction. So when I'm self-employed, the word self-employed sometimes sounds scary. And yeah. I've been working for almost 10, 15 years at radio and that's all I know. It's not yeah. something easy for me to just discard overnight then. Mm-hmm. But it took a very uh, strengthened thing in my heart. I say, tidak adu, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, kata-kata daripada Sayyidina Ali, Ridhullahuan, Kamarullah Wajah, I say, um, Kehebatan seseorang itu apabila dia tidak bergantung kepada sesiapa pun untuk rezekinya. Kecuali Allah. Ya? Kehebatan seseorang itu apabila dia tidak bergantung rezekinya kepada sesiapa except Allah. That's the rezeki. So I I say I walk the talk. I say rezeki is Allah is the control of wealth. So why just say it and if you don't do it, right? So I went, I jump off lah. Tapi Allah Ta'ala kasih kita test lah. For one year, two years, my... Keadaan uh, sisian lah. Apa dia? Kadang-kadang siapa apa nampak dan apa tu? Ini perasaan. Siapa nak? Video. Ya, I'll be honest lah. I'll be honest at that time. Okay, I'll, I'll say this one first. I only have $1,200 in my pocket. I got nothing else. I have no savings. I got three kids and uh, I have a house mansion at Rumah Bivaya. And I left. Well, how do you feel? Throughout <laughs> <laughs> this, this journey. Oh, okay. At that point, at that point, at that point I only have $1,200. Yeah. That's how pathetic as an employee. Yeah. At that point, It's I very was difficult very to young. Lah. I was like, belum 30 eh, at that time. So, scared lah. Tak, tak boleh tidur malam. No, no, 33. 30, oh, 33. 33. Yeah. Why? Because at the age of 33, Rasulullah SAW went into Hirak. <laughs> so, so it's like, at that time, macam, for me, it's like, okay, you brought us here, you bring us up. In in a in a nutshell, that is how I punya reaction. Technically, that would be okay. Nobody can understand that, this. At that time, lah, yeah. I, I was young, tak banyak ilmu kan. But now, I seriously, alhamdulillah, because of kita punya religious uh, inclined background, so kita. You, know, you, you you have to 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 see the word like like I say again. Uh, we have to understand our role. Sebab bila kita sebut Allah hamba, eh? kita ni hamba. Bila kita sebut hamba abdi, kan? Abdi, what what plays in your mind? Hamba, Abdi. Abdi means like Kunta Kinte or those, you know, slave to the rimbat. But when you think the word Abdi and then you turn it into, let's say, kalau orang bercinta kan, kan ku abadikan cinta ku padamu kan. Now it's a different level. But it's the same word. Abdi dengan abadi. How come yang lagi satu tu is like hopeless and helpless, you know, like slave. Hamba Abdi. Then the other one is Abadi. It's more very high profile of kecintaan kan so when we say we are abdi abdullah we are abdi of allah 
Do you think that we are that kind of slave where we do are helpless? No, it is a form of dedication. Kan? So abdi itu sendiri ialah dedication kan? Dan daripada situ kita tahu lah that 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 Allah is the controller of rezeki, and I so much believe in that. Yeah. It's so strong that I defy my CEO. I say thank you very much. You can keep your offer. Yeah, and I, and I only have one. I only have one thousand two hundred dollars. I will no longer will contribute to CPF. Nothing. I have nothing. Here he is, <laughs> my CEO offering me the mountain four times my salary, and I said, even you offer me twenty five times one, you will never be my ilah because my CEO is Allah. How you know when we say that, you know I don't care what people think because that's what it is. Because in the end, right now I can die, right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, but we yeah. should have a sakratul maut yang enjoyable. We look forward to death. Uh, bukan kita mengharapkan kematian, tapi we look forward to meet our Creator. So all your life, you have to understand that your role is not to accumulate wealth. Your role is to distribute wealth. Wa mimma razaknahum yung fiqun. In Surah Al-Baqarah, the second ayat. That is his formula. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, the ideology that comes into a picture that we don't have enough money comes from where? Comes from a group of people of what? When they found money and they found wealth, and then suddenly they commit suicide. Robin Williams, Michael Jackson. That's not the answer. Yeah. So when you ask someone, bila orang nak popular, orang masuk lah. Anugerah ke apa jadi popular? Bila dia dah popular, dia tak tahu apa nak buat. Soalan dia, tak pujik, tak pujik. Lohan tak panggil, lohan tak panggil. For me, that is his formula because he believe that um, kita bagi, uh, for sometimes he will say, dia banyak job, dapat banyak job ni semua. Dia kata, you think really that people yang kasih I job? No, it's Allah yang bukakan hati orang-orang tu. Uh, I need to find sikit, I nak cakap-cakap gini, mesti I nak nangis. Yeah, so, <laughs> so he, He always instill that in me, my children. So, yeah. much, and it give us calmness. Yeah. The confidence level is like you. Yeah. Uh, the reason why you vote for GRC or you vote for certain places because you got confidence with leadership, right? But today we have no idea why we vote anyway. We don't even know anyone at personal level. But we need by R, kan? By R is the best amongst us. So we are not able to succumb or to work with certain system it is important that the mindset is important jadi bila anak-anak ni pun sama juga i say the best form of defense is when you put the enmu inside i don't have anything to leave my children with um kalau nak compare there's one person who actually come around and say hey why don't you do this wasiat lah hukum faraid gini i got nothing i got books ni ada lah buku tu kau bagilah buku-buku tu kau nak jual baca ke suka tinggal lah itu dah hati peninggalan so bila-bila we have that in our heart kan macam always calm macam yeah because everything I cakap my children everything is rezeki you know it's like you macam my children and macam my daughter for example last year she got to go to six months to New Zealand for her school exchange this year my friend punya anak supposed to go to Glasgow also something like that but because of COVID tak dapat pergi kan? So, I cakap, you know that that one is your rezeki. Yeah. You, you dapat pergi. Okay. So, everything yeah. I, I think at this age when, you know, most people left Warna and then they disappear, yeah. you know, from them, right? Uh, but, you, you see, 
disappear. Disappear, yeah. But majority, some who are, you know, they, they don't have their own businesses and all that, yeah. and all that. But okay, just come to think of this. Mana ada hukum logic? Sometimes kita tak boleh interpret by logic because our our brain is just two gigabyte, kan? Allah majestic, he has his own dynamism. So, bila kita tengok, like, secara logic lah. At 51 years old, this pakcik should just disappear. Allah. I'm a Malay in a small minority in a tiniest country in the world. I mean, what chances do I have? If I'm in Malaysia, maybe, you know, uh, maybe I can get involved in the industry. I should disappear. The Malay market in Singapore is just 13%. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Why, why am I still around? Am I too good? Did I make myself good? It's like asking the question, how did the bee lebah tu know around the world that hexagon is the most space-saving shape? You ask any engineer, compared to circle, compared to rectangle, that in order for you to compact an area, any engineer around the world would say that hexagon is a shape that is space-saving and compact. Where did that be? Did that be go to any engineering school? So if I say that it's because of my own plan and my own initiative that I do this, I become popular and banyak project and become one of the Singapore icon. I didn't do that. All I did is rezeki itu ialah Allah punya job, not ours. Absolutely. We have this misconception. Kita punya job is also not to sit down and do nothing. Rasulullah SAW said in the hadith, Ooh, Even the bird has to fly, mm. leave the nest, and then come back in the evening. Mm. Then someone came around and say, you know, dia uh, masuk uh, to a place, and then Nabi tanya, where's your camel? Dia kata, I just leave it to Allah. No, 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 like that. Dia kata, tie your camel, and then you tawakal to Allah. So Allah wants us to try. Just move the tree, like Maryam a.s. Maryam a.s., You know, dah, you can imagine a teenage girl, pregnant, mm-hmm. then at the time under pressure, all these people don't even understand what it is. Mm-hmm. She had to travel out of Jerusalem just to go to another place. That's desert. Dia tak ada MRT, tak ada Grab, tak ada Uber waktu tu. Nothing. <laughs> and then, you know how tired that would be and how draining. And then at the same time, she just said that, I wish, you know, nobody know me and I wish I just disappear. So Allah SWT said, don't say that for we have chosen you amongst women of all nations. So, Mariam, shake the tree. Can you imagine a teenage, travel, pregnant, dry land, what energy do you have? Shake what tree? Shake the palm tree. Woo! Woo! Anak Swazilinga pun tak boleh shake the palm tree, kan? The dead palm tree. So what Allah SWT asked her to do is shake the tree. Just just gerak and shake the tree. The rest is my job. So kita usaha, we're not in charge of results. We are in charge of improving ourselves. That's all. So the more we improve, maknanya tanda kita bersyukur kepada Allah and Allah will give. That's the formula. That's it. You don't have to worry about rezeki. Because when Allah SWT said in the Surah Al-Baqarah, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Al-lazina yu'minuna bil-ghaib wa yaqimuna salata wa mima razaqnahum yunfiqun. Can you notice that Whenever you say you, 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 it's like almost futuristic language. I'm not a linguist expert. I'm just learning. You know, there are also other Azatiza who are more champion than this, kan? So when you say, Al-Lazina yu'minun, bermakna is future, future language. Maknanya, yum tu, not necessarily future, not future, but usually it's future. Belum dibuat. Al-Lazina yu'minun, wahai orang-orang yang akan beriman. Belum beriman lagi. 
Kalau dah beriman, past tense is Al-lazina amanu Ya ayuhal lazina amanu Means past tense, you already iman So you notice that Surah Al-Baqarah tu Al-lazina yu'minun Bil-ghoib Believe in the unseen Believe in the unseen Bukan cerita hantu eh Bukan momok tu datang Asyik cerita tu Naik teksi Bukan teksi lepas tu Kan I'm not uh, I'm not a fan of hantu uh, uh, And then uh, Bil Ghaib means there is the unseen you, the unseen you and the unseen. So believe that there is an unseen world. Before you print the paper, uh, you know you have the graphic on the computer. That's not real. That's virtual. Until you print out, become physical. Poko yeah. uh, yang sihat bawah tu ada akar. You cannot see the akar because of the akar the poko becomes. So there is the unseen and the seen world. Correct your unseen world. Your seen world will be beautiful. Then Allah SWT said. Wayokimuna uh, salat, and then establish. You will establish your salat, right? That is also future tense, which means uh, uh, you now it makes sense because you're not talking alone. When you believe in the unseen, kita salat tu is actually rehearsal dialogue lah. To me, the day will come. We have to get out of this world. Baru kita jumpa Allah Taala. So the day when we talk to Allah Taala face to face, wajah tu wajah lelaki fatoras. Then we was face to face. So selagi kat dunia ni kita rehearsal script. Imagine orang nak kasih speech dia tak rehears. So bila they come the actual event, dia ah 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 we will come up with the is 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 course plan. Then is you have to rehearse. So our solat is rehearse the dialogue with Allah Subhanahu Taala because the day will come when we talk to Him. So the more you rehearse. The better it is. Can even English say, "Apa more practice? Uh, practice makes more practice make it perfect or something like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then here comes the magic part. This is my philosophy of life. So I just pegang to satu ayat aja, and then keep uh, until you apply it, then you move on to the next ayat. So the next one is wa yukimuna salat, and then wa mima razaknahum. That is past tense in Arabic language. Past tense. That means it sounds like the deal that is already done. And the rezeki that we have given to you, that's how it sounds. What Allah Taala give us in a past tense form, which means it's a done deal. For mimar azak nahum is a past tense. And the rezeki that we have given to you, which means you don't have to worry about rezeki, you just worry about yourself. Wow, the next word. For mimar azak nahum, and then the next one is yum fiqun means you will distribute it equally. You take the rezeki that we have given to you, and then you redistribute it to your family members. To orang miskin, and then dalam rezeki itu ada rezeki kita. That's where you become influential, and then the whole cycle will repeat. You will repeat, and that's it. That's a cycle of life. That's it. Yeah. Wow. So you don't have to worry about that part. That's a already worked out formula. So all you need to worry is: is my solat proper? Am I dealing with people properly? You know, because ibadah dengan Allah, ibadah dengan manusia. Eh? As long mm-hmm. as you do that part, take care of your mother, make her happy, take care of your ailing father, make him happy. And that's it. So when people say, "Macam nak buka pintu rezeki," I say, "When was the last time you made my mother smile?" For sons, you cannot resign. You still have to report to your mother. Mm. Yeah. For wife, you can report to the husband, but at the same time, that doesn't warrant that you can just cast your mother away. But for men, just like kena wajib pergi semain Jumaat, you kena wajib still make your mother smile. So it is the duty of the son to take care of the mother, not the daughter. Get it straight, and Allah will give you everything. Nah, dah jaga, ha, jaga aja nanti. Also, one of the winning formula when he look after. I mean, maybe five years ago we start apa? Ada tinggalan kita. He's been to the Tukar, 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 tukar. Allah. 
Itu bahagiakan mak ayah, mak ada kat tepi eh mak Ada Ada, ada Haa, uh, mak ada tengah makan <laughs> Makan, makan, makan Alhamdulillah. Terima kasih. So much for your time. There's so much that you learn from the two of you. Dan uh, Nona memang memang um, suka tengok uh, orang-orang yang uh, berjaya seperti Abang Suhaimi kita dengan Sisi Hana kita. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and it's it's a good motivation for us self-employed lah. Because ramai orang takut untuk take that step. Dan hmm. orang takut untuk bergantung pada sesuatu yang tak certain lah. Hmm. But it's a risk taking. But it has to be calculated risk. And then the risk has to be done via knowledge lah. You have to understand. Maknanya dia bukan overnight. You have to read. And you will be tested. Read lah. <laughs> so one or two years, I don't have any money. I only have like $200 in my pocket. I say, I'm not going to take through this. Yeah. Yeah. But I said to Allah SWT, you know, malam tu just doa and say, yes, Allah, I want this. You know, I decide. So Allah will test you. Allah said, you know, tidak cukup. You just say, kami beriman. But Allah will test. Yeah. So the test will come in every form. Every one of us has equal test anyway. But mm. the understanding is the one that separates between the ignorance, misunderstanding, misconception. And then at the same time, you know, you're a bit more confident. And it doesn't matter whether you live in Singapore. Kan? Singaporean is always complain, kan? Blame the government, blame this, blame everything except themselves, kan? They say, oh. budget don't wait until the people do the cake for yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, there's certain thing which the minister or MP don't want to have the problems sendiri. Uh, but at the same time, they are not God. They cannot solve everything. So you have to solve. Kita masuk kubur kan sendiri. So, kita masuk kubur ramai sih. Masuk ramai-ramai pun actually tak boleh suka notes. Just like, yeah, logically, kalau kita blame others, uh, we're putting ourselves like a victim of a situation or circumstances. Yeah. And, and the question is, what, what, what is the benefit? What is the benefit of blaming others? You didn't learn anything. So the better way is to take responsibilities and be the hero of the circumstances. You can. Tangan apa yang abang suami kongsi tadi tentang apa tu berbalik pada Tuhan. Apa yang kita dapat bukan atas kebijaksanaan kita atas usaha kita, tetapi ketentuan Allah yang menentukan. Usaha ini adalah medium yang kemudian hari Allah saja menentukan. Jadi kita jangan. Allah wants to see our effort. No, because yeah, you 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 do things to enjoy it. Shock shockkan diri tu. You know, you upgrade your skill. And see how far you can go. But you're not in charge of the rezeki. You are in charge of improving yourself. So Allah Ta'ala, kenapa ambil rezeki tu dia punya dia punya hak? It's because you cannot handle it. There's no way you can handle it. Sebab tu kita berhati-hati apabila dipuji. Kan? Selepas pujian tu patutnya kepada Allah. Pujian atas ketentikan kita, atas kebijaksanaan kita, ataupun kelebihan yang kita ada. Patutnya kita cepatlah cakap Masya Allah, Subhanallah, ini semua milik Allah. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think go beyond that as we increase our knowledge, do not become traditional lah. Maksudnya, bukan, don't become traditional. Sekejap-sekejap. Uh, uh, <laughs> there's somebody here asking me to... Yeah. Anyway, kita, kita bukan perfect lah. We are still like... Like I say number one, uh, turut perintah Allah yang pertama. Allah suruh ikhraq. Read because ikrok in uh, if you understand it um, there are bahasa Arab ni dia ada command language dan dia, I'm, I'm not fasih dalam bahasa Arab but at least you know the you put in effort to learn bahasa Arab because that's the bahasa of Rasulullah Sallam and that's the bahasa of the Quran so you have to understand it from the raw point of view. Kalau we want to go raw, social media can like to go raw. This is as raw as it gets. Yeah. Learn the Arabic, then understand it because the Quranic Arabic has its own description. 
So bila kita read, maknanya kalau Allah Taala tu suruh baca, tak baca bukan dalam bahasa Melayu, bacalah. Bacalah. Doesn't mean anything. It's like nak baca baca tak baca sudah. But hmm. kalau dalam bahasa lain kita kena stress. Kalau you nak perintah tu you kena stress your tone kan. Bacalah. Then you like command. <laughs> kalau you cakap bacalah. It also depend on orang Melayu mana yang cakap kan. Ada yang kadang bacalah. <laughs> yeah. Tapi when you go to Arabic text, you know Arabic has emotion. <laughs> yeah. Tak apa tak apa, silakan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So dalam dalam bahasa bahasa Arab ni, the beauty part of it, I, I'm not saying that bahasa Arab is more superior, but it's because Allah chose that. Yes. And it doesn't make the race superior than others, kan? Mm-hmm. Sebab uh, nanti kita explain benda lain lah another day. <laughs> but when we say bacalah, uh-huh. that's takro anta kiraah takro means nak baca baca tak baca sudah. Min padlik takrok, takrok. Ataupun orang cakap tajlis. Tajlis means please sit. So dalam bahasa lain, Tunisian dia is inviting kan? To sit. But when you say ikrok, ikrok is baca. It's a common. Just like orang cakap duduk. Polis cakap duduk. So bila dalam bahasa Arab, you don't have to stress your voice. You can say in the same tone. Takrok wa ikrok. But the command is on the second part. So when Allah say ikra and bismirabbikalajikhalak means Allah is commanding us to read. The problem with us, we don't read. And the yeah. problem with us, we read the Quran to pieces by pieces. We don't read the whole entire Quran. Sebab kita diberitahu oleh orang Melayu dari dulu kala, jangan belajar sendiri. Nanti setan, jangan baca Quran sendiri. Nanti setan masuk campur. Hmm. Itu idea pun daripada setan. Kita baca Quran. <laughs> Kita kaji, belajar tajwid tu semua daripada guru. Tafsir tu daripada guru. Baca uh-huh. tu, ambil tu, baca end to end. And if you read this, I tell you, will you be the same person again? Believe me. You English, kalau you prefer English, beli yang ada teks English, read today and habiskan the whole Quran end to end. Kalau pas uh, suka dalam bahasa Melayu, beli, tak, beli yang ada translation Melayu, Lepas tu baca daripada hujung sampai hujung sampai habis. Read the full Quran. Jangan read, uh, oh saya baca uh, ayin tu ayin sikit. Tak tak. Uh, most of the time when bila kita dalam Ramadan, maybe I just just say it out loud here lah. Eh. Because kita kadang-kadang tadarus kat masjid. Kadang-kadang tadarus. But kadang-kadang I say this one bukan tadarus. Ni tadar jalan terus. You know? Because you have to. <laughs> kita read and then we talk about it. You know. Kenapa suratul ikhlas? Kenapa dipanggil suratul ikhlas? Kenapa ada dal-dal-dal-dal kat ujung dia tu? So we talk about it. That Ramadan, even satu surah pun, it become meaningful daripada you habiskan the whole Quran without even understanding. Because if you read without understanding, it's the same like I sing now. Abatum meradil jagesyatun naik. Orang tanya, abatum meradil tu apa? I don't know. But I sound uh. like Al-Khan anyway. Uh. Orang tanya, Suratul ikhlas, dengan baca, dan you know, Allah wakbar kabira walhamdulillah kasira subhanallah bukratan wa'asila. Subhanallah tu apa? Bukratan wa'asila tu apa? And how many years we've done this? How yeah. come we never move on to translate and understand the contextual meaning? That's why we ask strange questions to start because soalan kita soalan tradisi. Soalan hmm. yang normal lah. Normal. You know, it doesn't move the mind. Okay. Jadi bila kita kita faham perkara tu daripada bacaan tu it, it creates curiosity. So I would suggest 
just anyone right now read Quran end to end just one time pun jadilah and you tell me after you read the whole entire text whether you understand or not whether you're the same person again whether you're the same person or not yeah because the problem mungkin kata-kata akhir sebagai penutup rumusan ataupun bagi abang suami ada kata terakhir lagi eh ada kata-kata sampai terakhir tu okeylah just a quick one terakhir Okay, uh, Sis Yama dengan uh, Suami, uh, again, across the board for Malay Muslim parents who are living a self-employed life, kata-kata hmm. motivasi lah. As a wife punya perspective also. Okay, <laughs> mungkin ada sedikit uh, pengiktirafan. Yeah. Uh, for, for, um, for me, for me lah eh, I always respect my husband. Uh, because because so far he has proven himself over and over again dah, dah tak tahu lah berapa kali that he, apa dia cakap tu, dia kotakan. What even if we are in the apa orang kata let's say lah eh, we are in a uh, depression mode lah for example he said he will say something like, okay give me two weeks he will definitely two weeks he will come out of that whatever depression we are in something like that lah so he yeah. has um, proven himself so I always have that respect for him. I mean, well, you're such a supportive wife as well to be able to put up with someone with such a strong character. Carry on, เอ่อไอไอนาวไอฟีลแดทอัมอะสตรองวูแมนบีคอสออฟฮิมเนี่ยเนี่ยมาชาอัลลอฮ์อ่าที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่
Itu Rasulullah SAW pun sabda uh, dalam hadis uh, 9 daripada 10 rezeki itu datang dari perdagangan. Satu daripada rezeki itu datang daripada uh, penternakan. Which means trading is the way to go and then we must there will come a time akhirat zaman where trading is made too much available there you know and then rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that my my ummah every ummah ada fitnah but fitnah of my ummah is wealth mm. well wow. so it's not about kekayaan yang kita kumpul it's what we do with it mm. uh, sebab uh, kita kena kaya then bila kita self employed ni maknanya we have to be smart in our financial literacy We have to understand the behavior pattern of money. The one that you pegang to, I mean, I'm pretty sure now orang tengok YouTube, no, no, no. Tengok YouTube to confirm, but go and read. Yeah. Study okay. international monetary system. Mm-hmm. Study about what what is the actual money that Allah said in the Quran and the Sunnah, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when you understand that part, your life is a bit more organized. And there's no fear. There's no fear. Fear only Allah. Because fear itself is just a psychological game. Why... Mm-hmm. Scared of something that has not happened yet. Yeah, correct. correct. Mashallah. Thank you so much, Bro Suhaimi and Sis Yana. Banyak kali telah pun kita belajari. Semoga apa yang anda kongsi sama ini menjadi ilmu yang bermanfaat kepada mereka yang mendengar anda di Cukran Talks. InsyaAllah panjang umur kita jumpa lagi dan Nona doakan yang terbaik untuk anda berdua. Semoga Allah terus berikan kesihatan, rezeki yang menimpa ruang dan terus memberikan kebaikan kepada orang di sekeliling. Amin. 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 And then in in, in in this form, bila kita doa, kita juga digalakkan untuk mendoakan yang mendoakan kita. So we say, Amin wa iyakum to you too. MashaAllah. Terima kasih. Jumpa lagi. Assalamualaikum. Please come over to our Europe house. Uh, kita nak lipat kat oh, sini. Itulah. Yeah. Ada ada ni boat ke? Yacht kat belakang tu? Uh, dah tenggelam dah. Kita pakai submarine ni sekarang. Okay, thanks for having us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Thank you.